Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Should I leave my jacket on for visual effect or take it off because it's hot? Take it off because it's hot. All right. I'm I jumping. won't take off mine. I'm jumping and I love okay. the cacophony. Okay. Love Keep it. it up. Or feel free to hiss, moan, boo, scratch, <laughs> laugh. I don't know. Whatever. Hi, everyone. It's Drew. And it is time for the Drew's News Podcast, where we're serving up a little pop culture, some happy news, a dash of inspiration, and just an all-around good time. Today, we're covering everything from Olivia Wilde's bikini-clad return to Instagram lying about having kids to get out of work. And we're doing it with two very special guests. I'm starting to, like, drool. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Like, I'm losing control. Um, Clea and Joanna, who the world knows as the co-founders and hosts of The Home Edit. You guys, I'm so happy you're here. Oh, you don't even know. We're so happy. I know. I have to brag. I'm friends with you guys. I've been on your Netflix show. You guys have done our show multiple times. Um, I am a sister. Branding wise, we're both in Walmart. We have the same fearless leaders who (laughs) manage our brands and who believe that we all belong together and that there's so much symmetry. And I'm just happy to say, like, I feel like now, you know, just an aspiring girlfriend. We're just, oh. we're life partners Yeah, now. no, I would think so. Yeah. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I remember when we did our first segment, I was like, oh my God, I think we might be all the same person. I think yeah. so too. <laughs> and we were like, are we best friends now? Yeah, yeah we are. Can we yes. immediately yes. be best friends? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, ha- it happened fast for us. It's like the movie Step Brothers. He's like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yes, that's how it felt. Yup. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it's like. And I just also, on a, another note, like I just admire everything 
everything you've put out into the world because I think you have truly changed the perspective. I think what you put into the world is not only helpful, but just extraordinarily powerful. Well, That's... we appreciate that. And we that is the intention. The yeah. intention is when you live a clutter-free life, when you have a life filled with organization, you it is a form of self-care. It is wellness. It is the a little bit of zen. And you know we often talk about controlling the controllables mm -hmm. because so much of life is chaotic. And if you can just add a little bit of order to your life, it's amazing how much it, how long it goes and how much it benefits you. And organization is an opportunity. People see it as a chore, but I think it's about reframing your thinking and realizing this is an opportunity and being oh, excited about it. I think it might it. be better than lovemaking. <laughs> I don't know. I cleaned out my closet this morning and I was like, yep, better than sex. <laughs> what do you guys like want to share with people? Like I didn't even realize I forgot I had done that this morning. And then I'm like going into my confessional booth with you guys <laughs> and like being excited to share my information about <laughs> organizing because you're, you know, the goddesses oh. of that entity. What do you want? Like, is there like an ice cream fetish you have? So if you met oh. like the dryers man um, or... I will start. I have bagels in my purse because whenever we're in Manhattan, I have to eat as many bagels as I possibly can. I cannot miss an opportunity. She has purse bagels. <laughs> she has I sometimes four. love you even more. Have you been to like Essa Bagel? Oh, number one. Oh, ah! no, we're not even. doing a bagel taste test and um, on the podcast. And Essa Bagel is number one every morning. Ask Lauren. They're I, lined up outside it is, like it's a nightclub. It is. You want to know because it's a Postmates situation. It is. And I get three. Because I have to have options. And, and then, then no, she, well, she, gets a, she gets a regular one, one with vegan cream cheese, and the one with just butter. Right. And I have different purposes for different ones. Okay. So the plain one, I don't want to put the everything one in my purse because okay. that's rude. Right. Yeah. And okay. it's smelling all day. Yeah. So the plain goes with me through the day. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm even more in it's, love with you than I was before. This is a real thing. And I just want to say when we're eating breakfast at our hotel, which <laughs> does not allow outside food, okay, all of a sudden, Joanna will take out a bagel from her purse and start spreading butter on it. And then a man, a Postmate man, walks in with a paper bag looking around and Joanna calls him over to the table. <laughs> and then as he's dropping the bag, another man arrives with another Postmate bagel. It's true. Sometimes from different locations. Sometimes it's from different locations. It is. Yeah. And that is okay yes. because that is living your bliss. It is. We're only here for a finite time. That's right. Like, be Don't that, miss a Manhattan Be bagel. that girl. <laughs> totally. Be that girl. Yeah. What about you, Clea? Well, I'm a champagne kind of person. <gasps> so I, my... So if I, Mrs. Tattinger walked in, you'd fall all over yourself? My husband and I in March, um, the day after I was diagnosed with cancer, we had a trip planned to Paris. And everyone, my mother was like, there's no, you are not going. You just got diagnosed. I was like, well, there's nothing they're going to do tomorrow. So yes, I'm still going on my trip. And we went to the Champagne region of France. And I practically like laid down in the middle of the street and just soaked it in. I was like, because they told me that there's actually the street that, uh, you know, Moet Chandon, with Clicquot and everything is on is the most expensive street in the world because <gasps> all the cellars are filled with champagne bottles. So like in the middle of the street, when you're standing there, you're like, I am a top, like hundreds of thousands of just bottles of champagne. So I just let that. You've also gotten a letter from the. Oh, wait, this yeah. is a real thing. Hold yeah. on. This is this is breaking news. This yeah. is breaking Drew's news. I've never said this before. I'm probably going to get like a put on citation. OK, yeah. <laughs> so we I used to have a saying that said champagne's basically sparkling water. Like it's hydrating. You put ice in it. It's fine. Like it's like, you know, it's not like a drink. You would just say it like I would just say it. Champagne's basically, yeah. champagne is basically sparkling water. I got a cease and desist from the champagne region of France. No. <laughs> <laughs> on letterhead. 
<laughs> saying that I was degrading oh. the centuries old tradition of champagne. And you're like, and if you only knew I'm one of your number one consumers <laughs> yeah, and I was lovers. Like, I keep you alive. Okay? And they, I was like, all I do is add some ice and it's basically, I mean, like, it's, it's basically for ice. I've heard if in, in, in French, if you add some ice to wine, it could be called a piscine. It is, which means a swimming pool. Right. So it's, it's okay for that, but not the champagne. I don't understand. By the way, full circle, and I'm so happy to say this, your last round of chemo when you posted the picture, you had champagne glasses in the picture. <laughs> Always. And I can't think of a more amazing reason to celebrate your journey, how you shared it with everyone, how gracious you were to bring everyone on it. Like, if someone wants to be your girlfriend like me, I felt invited on the journey, and I also felt like it was just a love letter to bravery and opening yourself up and not suffering in silence, allowing people in. And it also felt like heart-wrenching, educational. I felt like I, I got to invest in the in the length and the moments with you. I mean, what made you decide to share it the way you did? Because it was such an extraordinary invitation, one that affected me more than a lot in this lifetime I've had. I, I actually, I felt that deeply from you. You were so supportive the minute I announced my diagnosis um, and continued to be. I never felt like it was even a question whether or not I was going to share it. I think that it is a privilege and an opportunity to educate people that young people, pre-even the age where you should be getting mammograms, can absolutely get breast cancer. And I think sharing my journey, inspiring people to get screened, take their health seriously, prioritize it over incredibly busy schedules. I mean, I did, I did not have time to get breast cancer. No one has time to deal with finding something that might be a humongous problem and require a year of treatment. But if you don't prioritize it, I've said this to many people many times, not knowing you have breast cancer is different than not having breast cancer. You need to take your health seriously. And I knew that if I could inspire people to take it seriously and, and say, look, I have absolutely no family history. I have done every piece of genetic testing. I have none of it. I was under the age of 40 when my tumors, both of them, I had two. Um, I was almost stage three. My tumors uh, started to arrive when they were forming. I was under the age of 40. There is absolutely not a reason in this world why I could think of to not share that information. And I have been lucky enough to work very closely with Vanderbilt, um, which is the amazing um, institution that has given me care this whole year. And the Cancer Institute at Vanderbilt is world-class. It's one of the best ever. And one thing that has been really important that they've asked me to be on their board is because people think about older people getting cancer. And of course, people understand we work very closely with St. Jude and children's cancers mm -hmm. and things like that. But one one thing that has gone missing from people's minds is how many even children could be orphaned by their parents getting cancer because of how young people are now who are getting cancer and not even realizing it. They're not getting screened. They're not getting tested. They're not taking it seriously. So it's it's, it's important. And I, it, to me, it's been the privilege of my life to share this information. It's probably the most important thing I'll ever do. And the it, it, that's what I meant about the educational piece. And you have empowered, you have included your tone of which you've done the entire 
entire journey and the way you speak of it now is so inviting. You know, it's not, it doesn't feel taboo. I think a lot of people want to avoid it, which is part of why they don't know that they, you know, something might be wrong. Um, we use a myriad of behaviors, you know, at, to sort of not deal. And when health comes in, it becomes the number one priority, whether you like it or not. And it trumps all else. And I just, I, I feel closer to you through this. And thank you for letting us like support and cheer you on and be an advocate. And I, I, I'm, your journey forever changed me and everything you just said, I was hanging on your every word. You are so strong, so awesome. It is such an honor to like, be a budding friend to you, both of well, you. I'm in love with you both. We're we're in love with you. <laughs> yes, we and are. and you know we're I'm I'm happy to be on this journey with both of you uh, forever. You don't have a choice. I need you on my journey. <laughs> <laughs> I know you two are the dynamic duo. Rachel and I'm just, we're her favorite marriage. <laughs> her favorite couple. Yeah, you exactly. are the best couple, and I'm just trying to get in the throuple with you. <laughs> so, Any time. Um, we have to go to a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Shall we dive into Let's some dive new in. stories? Story number one, which is just fun. Breakfast Club reunion. Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy just posted on IG after hanging out nearly 38 years after the film's February 1985 oh debut. Crazy. The former Brat Packers caught up for a reunion that Ringwald is calling an early Christmas present. Oh, my God, this picture. I know. Oh, I know. It's incredible. Everything. Well, you know, so Joanne and I have a podcast called Best Friend Energy, and nothing is bringing more best friend energy than this picture. I know. Do they want to come on our podcast? Look at them. They are so happily in love with each other. Oh, I love that they love each other. I know. And after, I mean, filming a movie that long ago. Oh, and such a sensational, like, I don't know. Iconic yeah. moment in everyone's life. I think having such a wonderful friendship. I, I wonder what their relationship has been like up until now. Well, That's do you what think, I want Do you see. think that they're not as close because it's been so long? So this is like a real reunion? I mean, I know that Molly Ringwald, didn't she go to live in France for a while? Yes, that's correct. Um, maybe visited the Champagne yeah. Yeah. a time right. or two. Um, and Ali Sheedy's just, you know, been like doing cool indie movies. and But you can tell the yeah, chemistry. Yeah, the love. I think as someone who had to like, you know, have chemistry with a romance and 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 certain men. 
most of which came very easy. I got really lucky. Most of the guys I was lucky enough to work with were good people, and it was just easy to have that chemistry with them. I always was like, I would never know how to fake chemistry with a woman. Totally. Like, my female friendships are so strong, and it, it is like that you can't fake. And I think looking at their mm-hmm. picture, like that no, is that is love. Arm. It's a double arm. Yeah, it's that's not a genuine yeah. smiles and snuggles and goodness and joy. And women can't fake it with each other. No. Yeah. It would definitely be if they did not love each other. It's a one arm situation. There's some space between them, maybe temple to temple, mm-hmm. but they're not cheek to cheek. Mm-hmm. I think I think this this whole thing tells a different that's story. That's right. I agree. And the facial expressions and the smiles are so real. I don't know what I would do without my girlfriends. Oh, you know, I, I would be so lost. I didn't really have family growing up. So they were my first family. Now I have these two daughters. And, you know, when I'm planning trips, uh, first and foremost, I try to plan the girls trips like, you know, my girls trips. Uh, and get those locked and loaded, you know, for the year. And then I go hard into the girlfriend trips, like the adult women. Like, okay, now that we, I've booked everything for life, I know the work, I know the schedule, what are we doing? And nothing is dearer to me than my time with my friends. It could be a sleepover, a casual dinner, a hang on the couch, taking a trip. It could be, you know, a micro, macro, mellow, epic, anything in between. Girlfriends are are everything. Everything. Joanna and I have been looking forward to this week all year because this was going to mean the end of treatment. We were going to be in New York City during the holidays. We could not get here fast enough. enough. And Joanna was going to stuff her purse with (laughs) With bagels bagels as possible. Oh, she has them here. If anyone would like a poppy seed. Um, No, just a plain in my purse. Just a plain. She doesn't want her bagels to be offensive. She's not trying to make it like egg salad. No, that's right. Right, right. It's not tuna on a subway. Yeah. No. Um, I did bring a tuna sandwich on an airplane recently. So did, so did my mother, and I was like, you cannot do that. I know. I felt so I embarrassed, but I was starving. <laughs> All right. Okay, the next story comes from the Wall Street Journal, and it is a holiday debate. Speaking of the holidays, is it ever okay to gift clothing? One fashionista says, yes, sartorial presents are handy, and they encourage the giftee to push their style boundaries. Mm. Um, While another says no garment gifting, um, it's impossible to get right, and a tense unwrapping episode is inevitable. What do you guys think? To clothe or not clothe? We actually had this debate on the drive here. Yeah, we did. We were talking about this very question. Okay. So, Joanna, give give your hot take. Okay. First of all, we have to separate categories. So, first of all, you're wearing the sexiest sweater. It's like... (laughs) It's like sweet and sexy all at the same well, time. Thank you. I'll take the compliment. Yeah, no, it's really good. <laughs> um, I would say comfy PJs, yes, because those are like get cozy, live your best life. That is a gift. It is loungewear. Yeah, I think think like that. That is a gift giving opportunity. Clothing. I, no, no. It's you're. It's a tripwire. Like you're gonna offend someone in some way. You're, they're gonna be. It's gonna be too big, too small. It just seems like a landmine. No, thank you. Like if it, if the clothing comes in just like small, medium, large, like a lounge set. Yeah, like, go for it. Yes. If don't buy me jeans. No, yeah. you know what I mean. Right. Like, like what I don't, size yeah. are you getting? And then you feel bad. You what, don't fit into them. Like and I need you feel, a, oh, you think I need I'm a this? blouse? Yeah. Like no. Yeah. Like do I dress poorly? No. We have a lot of feelings about this. Even outerwear, which we actually paused on outerwear, is like maybe. But then it's like no, because things can be boxy. 
the cut's wrong. Yeah. Like you could, it could be too long. It's not a right fit. Stick to something that's just like comfy, cozy, yeah. casual. It's a real gift and not like doesn't feel like an attack or a judgment. Okay. The, I just, Maybe this, I'm projecting. No, this is totally <laughs> clear. It yeah. does. Like loungewear, like if anyone gives me socks, I'm so thrilled. Totally. I'm a sock enthusiast. Totally. And you're right. Also, like, I was lucky enough, um, the whole Drew's News crew gave me um, my favorite Free City sweats with Drew's Amazing. News on it. So Perfect. Cute. Exactly. That, number one gift, totally. uh, like, I've ever gotten. Ross Matthews made that macaroni and cheese oh frame God, because perfect. he knows yeah. Yeah. that I would love to live in a vat of macaroni yeah, and sure. cheese. Um but you're right. I don't often ever buy anyone clothes nor get clothes because, yeah. as you said so eloquently, it's a tripwire. Yeah, it is. And who needs that? No and one needs by, that. On both ends, you don't need it. It's a right. very personal choice yes. how you wear things, what you wear. Do you like a certain drape, a certain size, totally. a certain fit? Are you want yes. this tight and this yeah. loose? Yeah, it's weird. And yeah. also when someone is considering your size no, in a way I mean. that I'm like, I'm no. like, I don't want you like thinking about it. thought about you've my thought whole about body and like, intimately. Is my going to fit into these jeans? And, but it's like, like a sweatpant? Great. Yeah. yeah. No. Totally. I, I, all right. We feel I'm, I'm glad that we are all in agreement here. Well, I went in uh, completely neutral yeah. and I'm coming out real strong <laughs> with you guys. That's, how, that's, how that's we what too. we do to people. It's, that's we, how you we know do. what you do. It's Now I think it's weird. And now anyone who gives me a piece of clothing. You're going to be like, you were thinking about me like that? <laughs> no. Our next story, I'm so curious as to thoughts um, that you guys have about this. This tweet just sparked a major debate online. It reads, at my next job, I'm going to lie about having a kid so I can leave the office anytime I want, like everyone else with children. Clearly, she doesn't have Clearly, kids. Clearly, she doesn't have kids. And, um, yeah, because I, I don't think anybody is making that argument. Nobody. No. So we also, shockingly, have very strong feelings about this. Okay, good. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Okay, so as, as a mother, we're all yeah. mothers. Right. If you get a call that says your child has thrown up, Every single muscle in your body deflates. Is It is the worst feeling in the world. And what what people don't understand who don't have kids, the hardest job is actually being a mother to your children. So if you have to leave work to go home and take care of a sick child, I can't think of a job that is harder than that. No, correct. I'd rather be at work. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to leave and nothing, be like, my kids are sick. Nothing is harder than being at home. No. And I, uh, like, hats off to all the stay-at-home parents. It is, I the can't imagine job. a harder job. So leaving your actual job to go home Parents don't make up that their kids are sick. We would never. Do we also yell Jumanji? We don't. We don't put that out in the world. You know what I mean? Like, no. if you want to leave work early, like, come up with a respectable excuse. Get like your a haircut, right. like, like something. something. Yeah, the just karma something. No, of that. Never. Also, no. I just I'm not a good liar, and no. it's I'm not good at the lie. I you can <laughs> tell I'm lying in the middle of it because I'm like. Even though I've acted in my life, I have no skills to <laughs> to pull off a lie in real life. Same. Um, I look guilty as I'm saying it. Like, right, you we're not know believable. that I'm lying. Right. And then also, like, I just don't want to get caught. I don't want to lie. I just, I, I. It's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. No. Um, I don't even want to, we laugh about this, but I don't even want to bring it, uh, peanut on the plane when we're going, entering it, like, in and out of oh, California. Oh, I'll bring a tuna no, sandwich. No, no, no. She thinks that, like, the agricultural police are going to yeah. get her. So, like, when she, they ask her, like, she is actually, yeah. if we've gone to Canada, this is a true story, Joanna, like, 
like throws her arms up in the air like she is submitting to the police, like yeah. the, the generales. She's like, I have a pineapple. And she, yeah. she's, she's like, I have an energy bar. And right. they're like, ma'am, like, that's fine. And she's like, no. but you should check me. Yeah, just right. make sure. So I see you and feel you so much <laughs> and, on this. And also, she every single time we've ever checked in at the airport, when they're like, yeah. do you have like a nine volt battery or whatever the thing is, that she always says, I have a rechargeable toothbrush. And they're like, and 100% of the time, they have told her that that is not what the battery issue right. is. But every time, <laughs> I she it. has to I tell to them it. just yeah. in case the laws yeah. have changed. Listen, I, I cannot tell a lie. I know that's yeah. Richard Nixon who was telling a lie. <laughs> yeah. But we, um, we really can't. But I, yeah, no, I'm not good at it. And I, you're right. The karma doesn't work. If you're gonna, if you're going to lie, don't use a kid. Yeah. Don't. We that's know, right. And a mom never real. Yeah, that's right. A mom never, ever would. So I just want to say for everyone listening, if someone says, I am really sorry, my child is sick, I have to go home, trust me, they are dreading it more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. What could be worse? <laughs> Nothing could be worse. That is such yeah. good perspective and feedback on that tweet. Okay, moving on. Um, so uh, sadly, I guess Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles have recently uh, parted ways. Olivia has returned to social media for the first time since. Um, and boy, did she return in a bikini, cracking up with her girlfriend, Babs Birchfield. I mean, ugh. Thoughts. Okay, I- let me tell you, I can one-up this photo. Joanna and I were just at the Baby to Baby Gala, which you know very well. You've been honored before. And she was there in the tiny little top. top. Yeah, I think she was in this bikini top <laughs> at the gala. She was in a long skirt and this bandeau bikini top, or like a version of it. Yes. And again, it was like right on the heels of like maybe the breakup and all this. And I was like, is this like a revenge body moment? Is this like I'm going to get photographed with like all of my ab muscles? Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. But I was... I was like a looky-loo, I have to admit. Abs for days. Like, so again, I think she's just like, you know what? I am not sad about my Harry breakup, and I'm going to show everyone that I have the body to end all bodies. She is like so stunning, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. She she knows this friend of mine, or they're they're close, and my friend was going to her place and I was like uh, can I like send a message like, <laughs> through you to her um I think she is, is so extraordinary and I think that she should just take all the you know fascination as such a compliment I mean when everybody can't stop talking about you True. it means that you're just on the top of mind I think and that that's right she is an impactful strong gorgeous woman director, you know, it just, uh, she's, she's just so beautiful. And And she's come off a a few months of people just talking all the time. That's what, like, I wanted to send a message of, like, I literally, like, if you are the person that every person chooses to focus on, Mm -hmm. that is a giant compliment. Mm -hmm. And like, it, it should be taken as nothing else. And because you are the fascination of everyone. I mean, that must not be easy to live with, right. mm-hmm. um, but what a compliment. Mm-hmm. And I think she will continue to be the fascination of everyone for many years to come. Yes, I think. I mean, I was impressed mm-hmm. that she showed up 
looking yeah. with with such posture yeah. and poise. Right, and she actually saying, was one of yeah. the presenters yeah. on no, stage. Yeah, and it was. It was the posture and poise. How yeah. was the whole event? I've been an angel to baby to baby for years. I love that event. Do you know that night, I believe the amount, and this is an organization, Baby to Baby, one of the most powerful organizations on behalf of kids and their parents and mothers um, and families, the most effective organization. And um, I believe that night they've now raised over $12 million. We did over $12 million that night. It was amazing. amazing. Um, You've been an honoree before, and haven't you been an honoree? Yes, yes I was yes. almost positive many years ago. And I'm I'm an angel as well. I have always joked that I'm the only non-famous angel on like like the list reads. It's actually pretty amazing. Like of course, like Drew Barrymore's in the bees. I'm under Molly Sims because my last name's Shearer. And I remember the first time Molly realized I was an angel, she saw the list and she goes, "My Clea Shearer," and I was like, "Yes, Molly, I am." Yeah, because she too. produces Home Edit with yes. you on Netflix. And so I just happen to come after her in the alphabet, but that's the only thing that we. Like, I, like Molly is like towers above me and her like stunning gala gowns and looks like an angel floating down the carpet. Well, and then she's there's this a model yeah. and she's a gorgeous woman. A yeah, I'm the only non-famous angel, but that's okay. I we don't do, agree, we do but <laughs> you know. I actually think it's it's funny. I'm, I'm just in the best company ever. I just happen to be an angel for the last like decade. So I've just been, I was an early adopter. I'm so glad because they are the most effective organization I've ever seen in my life. The way that Kelly and Nora have moved the needle Mm -hmm. on how to get effective change through is unbelievable. Please check out the organization Baby to Baby and you will see why every woman is out there on behalf of this organization. It's for such a good cause. All right. Um, We have to go to a quick commercial and we'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Okay, now for our last story, and this one is a bit controversial. Um, Okay, this is really interesting. So this... TikToker Tanner Leather Stein. Is that really his name? I know. That's my first thought. I know. Well, because it's, 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 it's all about leather. He's going viral for literally cutting up designer purses apart to show whether or not they're worth the price tag. And in one of his viral videos, Tanner cuts a $1,200 designer wallet with a pair of scissors and concluded that the wallet is made up of $30 worth of leather, bringing the estimated cost to the manufacturer of $90. 
dollars. And Tanner said it's twelve hundred dollars for the price tag, and you're paying a lot for the status that comes with the logo. Okay, I want to know thoughts because living in Manhattan. On every corner is, you know, a table Fake with facts. knockoffs, yes. and they are so good. <laughs> you would never, ever know. Except I would. Okay, so let me just say, okay. I have, I have, break out the scissors. Here I know she, I, have she such, I have such strong opinions about all this, but I just want to say my history. I went to Parsons School of Design <sighs> in New York. My first job was working at Hermes of Paris. So I worked for a leather goods company. Is there anyone better to talk to this about? No, because no, I have, also worked everywhere. I have worked everywhere, but Hermes is, the, I worked for the ultimate leather goods company in the world, I would argue. And I believe in their products so much. Not necessarily, their price point is a choice for everyone to make, right? Yes. It is very expensive. But I can tell you the craftsmanship, the craftsmanship uh, to make a, a certain type of their bag, one of their most famous bags, Birkin, is nine months of craftsmanship and one person makes that the whole way through. This is not something that's on an assembly line. And it's like an atelier. Yes. Like you have to train forever to become this person. And the the leathers, the the skins, whether it's exotic, whether it's lamb, whether it's pebbled, all of this is so it's everything to them. It, it's just, it's through, it, it's what they're born and raised and bred with. It's, the it's oxygen. The integrity is yeah. infallible. Yes, yeah. it is. So there are certain leather companies that I will get by 100%. And I will tell you that, again, you can feel the weight of yeah. the bags. You can see the stitching. You can see how it all comes together. First of all, the thought of anyone taking a pair of scissors to a bag like that makes me cringe in ways that I find physically uncomfortable. We're in a turtleneck <laughs> and I'm getting kind of hives thinking about it. I'm like, I hope no one's touching yeah. that. But then there are other companies that play around a little bit, I think, with the quality. And that is, is it all of our faults? Because it's kind of the same thing as real estate, right? Something's only worth what someone's willing to pay. And if someone's willing to pay $1,200 for a wallet that has a logo on it, then what is the company going to sell it? The logo is going to be worth whatever the difference is. It, It just is. And that is not the company's fault, I don't think. Okay, the fact that you just took it to the place of real estate. I think it's true. Was incredibly interesting because... It's true. When you see a place, a neighborhood, boom. I mean, whoa, I did not expect that analogy to come into it. Well, and, you know, again, it's like, okay, if we're talking about just the bare bones cost of the silk in a shirt, the yarn in a a sweater. Right. If you're thinking about just hard costs, sure, we can have a conversation about hard costs, but that's not the world we live in. The world we live in is about perception. Perception. It's it's about, you know, a perceived reality. Finish each other's sentences. We do, again. We're everyone's favorite couple. Um, (laughs) And so, again, if someone's willing to pay something for something, then why would a company be like, you know what? Actually, it only cost me 30 bucks. Right. So here's... They're just charging for the logo. I mean, and and they can charge... Technically, they should be able to charge what they want. And there there are companies who, again, will say it's made in Paris, but really, you know, a certain percentage of it was made in China, made in the U.S., and it's assembled in Paris so that they can stamp that on mm-hmm. there. There's a lot that goes into luxury goods. But again, it's only worth what someone's willing to pay. If everyone decided tomorrow that a $1,200 Chanel wallet was not worth it and zero people were buying it, I guarantee you Chanel would drop the prices. They're not going to just sit on inventory. But if all these people are queuing up to buy a $1,200 wallet, 
I mean, that's just the way it goes. Interesting. God, I really came to the right person. <laughs> I just, I mean, you know, and again, sometimes I think it's worth it. Sometimes I don't think the quality's there. But at right. the end of the day, it's consumerism. Well, as long as they're not lying and saying that it's something that it's not. Right. They're, they're not, not saying, they're saying it's, it's stuffed with gold. Right. You know? I like that if you have the means and it's what you want to do, everybody has their fetishes mm-hmm. and their things and their likes and dislikes. I love if you can't, but you want it. I love the knockoffs. I do. And I know I'm going to fashion hell for saying it. No, go ahead. But I'm like, I love that there's an option. You know, good on you. I think it's great. Um, also, also, I love the secondhand market. You know, yes. if you, if you want to if you want to buy a Chanel wallet, I love going go to a consignment place. Yeah. Yes. You know, absolutely. Someone wears and it twice. You know what's so interesting about that is you if you go outside of any major city and you thrift, you can find the best mm-hmm. deals. And if you go on most websites, you can find some really interesting things. Absolutely. And there's a whole range out there. No judgments. Love it. Something for everyone. The gamut. I love it. No, I think but it's... boy, again, your expertise in this area was just, really fortunate just for happened, us to... It happened to be something I feel strongly story. about. Well, it's funny because I found this story and I brought it to the news and then we, everyone was like, no, I think we should talk to Clea and Joanna about it. And hearing you, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> or just Clea, she has a, she has the right opinion about this. I, I, think. I she has the expertise on this one for sure. What do you do? Are you buying the nice one or the knockoff? Well, depends. <laughs> Joanna, Joanna, are you best. stuffing that bagel in a designer purse, or yeah, she is, are you going like Joanna Urban Outfitters? Have, Joanna will always ask me. She'll say, "Is this bag a classic?" Like she doesn't want to buy something trendy. Mm-hmm. She'll invest in a classic. That's item. right. I own, and she's the right person to ask because I'm like, I need to make sure that it's classic. I don't live for a trend. Stand the test of time. Yeah. Well, I um, carry a Jansport backpack (laughs) that would be perfect for your bagels. (laughs) My bagels are perfect for your Jansport backpack. (laughs) It's like it's a match made in, in durable heaven. Very affordable. But I'll go and splurge somewhere else. Totally. You know, yeah. everybody things. has the thing. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, I cannot thank you enough. I love you both so much for every reason under the sun. And um, thank you for doing this podcast we with us. You. Yeah, it's mutual. I, I mean, everything for life is basically my plea to you. I <laughs> We have so many things to do in this world together. We do. Yes, and we, we have do. so many more things to talk about. This I is know. only like five this, topics. We're just we have to come back. The surface here. I know. <laughs> well, look out for more stuff from this thruple right here. Um, or just me knocking on the door of the world's great couple, Clea and Joanna. <laughs> Follow the Drew's News podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you like this, well, you know, you can tell people or you can see, you know, a tree and say, hey, tree, listen, I don't know if you're into podcasts, but you should really check this one out. You could see, you know, an alien from another planet. You could be like, listen, you got to check this podcast out. You could see a neighbor's cat and say, listen, you know what? You should listen. You should check this podcast out. Um, You might even see a best friend and say, (laughs) you know what? I was thinking we should listen to this together or separately and then talk about it afterwards. That's right. But wherever you are, we make this podcast for you. And so just take it with you. And if you're out there in the world and you're thinking about a friend, well, just absolutely send them a message or pick up the phone right now and tell them that you love them. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.
Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty Narrator here from the Who Smarted Podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.